Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. Today I have a really exciting surprise for you. I received an email from somebody and the email was dedicated to my podcast listeners. Last March, I was put in contact with somebody that was very in the middle of the confusion and the fog of trying to understand his situation in a relationship that he had put his entire heart and soul into making healthy and making grow and making good. And every single thing he did, it seemed to backfire. And I talked to him in March and worked with him a few times. And through me working with him over, over a certain amount of months, he dedicated himself to educating himself. And I walked him through the program step by step on not only what toxic people do, but why they do it. Next, he dedicated to identifying the character traits, not only in that relationship, but in the relationships of other people who he felt had affected his life. And thirdly, he dedicated himself to himself in everything he did. He put himself at the top of the priority list. And I know we all feel like we don't have time to make ourselves a priority, but I want to tell you that while he was going through this healing phase, he was also finalizing a divorce, going through a custody battle. He's got four children. He was liquidating a business and contemplating starting a new career the entire time he was going through this process. And he made it happen. And 10 months later, he has this message for you. And this is dedicated to people who are going through or have gone through relationships that are unhealthy for them. So I'm just going to read this letter that he had sent. Um, again, it was not meant for me. It was meant for you. You may already know me by a previous podcast or some of the writings I have done for Dr. Heidi's emails. This is the trucker from Down Under. Today on this episode, I would rather not focus too much on the behaviors of others that impacted my life, but focus more on giving you words for strengthening and, and empowering purposes that my experience gave me. So in short, I was affected horribly by all forms of toxic traits from a variety of people in my life. My family, friends, business partners, intimate relationships, and dating relationships as far back as I can remember. I initially came to Dr. Heidi for support and education due to an intimate relationship where I was being affected extremely both mentally and emotionally. I was exposed to cheating, lies, deception, the silent treatment, disappearing acts, competition, gaslighting, 
deflection, and many successful hoovering acts where I was approached by both her and those connected to her on five separate occasions, all promising this new amazing relationship only for this disgusting behavior to continue. An absolute disgraceful way to be treated in exchange for the love, care, and the effort that I have given. After working with our amazing doc, that's me, I found that I definitely wasn't the one who lost the most in this situation. I was also able to dissect the unexplainable behaviors of others in my life, such as family, friends, and business businesses, and change the dynamics to ensure that their behaviors would not impact my life in a negative way from here on out. Why did I change these relationships? Because they could not do what was required to have a healthy relationship with me. I chose what was healthy for me. I explained it. I gave them plenty of opportunities to be healthy back, and they couldn't do it. So it was goodbye to them. You are here listening to this because you have this same mess running around in your life. You know who's not good for you because your mind and your body is so full of this horrible crap as a result. You know who they are. So what are you going to do about it? You are the only one that has the ability to change who is in your life and how they affect you. You are the only one that can say, I can't have you in my life because you make me feel bad or you make me think badly of myself. You know how much of these people you can handle before you feel yourself going downhill. A person's mind is the most powerful tool they have. Life can be a minefield and we are in a battle and we can even become prisoners to our own mind. This minefield affects everything in our body and in our life from physical health to mental and emotional health. Not only was my mind full of horrible and insane thoughts, but I also had a backlog. The things that I said I'd have to deal with later because of all this horrible stuff that was going on, I was already trying to process, so the stuff that was already there just got pushed back. We are only one person, and we only have so much we can take before we are at 100% capacity. How the hell do we live this positive, joyful, creative life when our lives are more than 100% full of negativity, trauma, and mess that's created by others? There is no room in your mind to, to do anything great when others have overtaken it. So let's simplify that a little. There is, there is one or many in your life that are causing these type of explosions in your mind and in your life. If you can take a little time, then I'm certain you can identify them. If you take a little more time, I'm sure you can come up with a way to either eliminate these people or change the dynamic of the relationship so that, this, so that you can create room in your world for positive, joyful, and creativity that is within you. What are you carrying? You have enough emotion that you lug around as it is. It feels like a weight that you carry on your shoulders and in your mind. Decide what is your responsibility and shred the rest. That is not yours to carry. I'm guessing that this relationship you're thinking of, you probably didn't set the bar too high if you even set it at all. And when I talk about the bar, I'm talking about things like, I expect you not to lie, don't cheat, don't manipulate, don't deceive, and don't be violent. This is kindergarten level stuff, yet toxic people couldn't reach that. Well, that is shame on them, not shame on you. 
you all ready to carry the hurt and the disappointment as a result. You don't dare pick, don't you dare pick up the shame and the not good enough emotions they try to deflect on you. That falls squarely on them. Hold your head up and face the world with confidence. Yes, I said you have it. I said you have the confidence within you because you do. Nobody took anything away from you, but they did squash it deep inside of you and never let it rise for the world to see. You are the person with the abilities, with the values, and with the passions that you have always had, that the, one, the ones that these people wanted from you originally. That's you and you alone. You have those qualities inside of you, even if you don't feel it right now. You know this because you have already provided them. We were just providing them to the wrong person. Don't hide the best of you below the surface. You are scared of being alone, yet you already feel alone. You fear confrontation, yet you have been in never-ending confrontation. You are scared of being hurt, yet the whole time this toxic crap is in your life, you've been nothing but hurt. You think you're not good enough? Let me assure you, you are better than anyone has ever made you out to be, and you are worth way more than the way you've been treated. It's easy to fall into a trap of being the victim, and in most ways, I guess that's what we are. However, it is not productive for any of us to stay there. I instead choose to see myself not as a victim of a toxic relationship or narcissistic abuse, but as a life that was affected by the unhealthy behaviors of another. We all react differently to different situations. That's what makes us unique. For example, take the act of infidelity. Some people are fine being married to sex workers with no concerns. Others are fine with having open relationships where it's a where this is completely okay and they were fine with it. Some people would be hurt by it. Some people, it doesn't bother. Others, it would absolutely rip them apart. This is just an example of how certain things affect other people. It is an important lesson to learn because it shows that it's not important what diagnosis another one has, if another person's behavior is abusive or not. The most important thing to know is how the people in your life affect you, who you are, and what matters to you. This helps us set our personal limits. This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. And if you can't live by and respect these standards, then this isn't going to work anymore. So I think what he's saying here is you are entitled to set your own value system. You are entitled to set your own boundaries. Even if something's okay for somebody else does not mean it has to be okay for you. Just because so-and-so fight a lot doesn't mean you have to stay in a relationship where you fight a lot. Back to the letter. See, you matter, and there is no one else in the world that can look after you better than yourself. You're in this situation because you have the gift of loving and caring probably more than the average person. So how would you care for yourself? Oh, so how would you care for and what advice or encouragement would you give a person that was feeling the exact same way you are? In the beginning of self-care and loving oneself, it's very hard to put your finger on how to start. So in short, 
Consider yourself maybe not necessarily the victim, but rather a student who has now become educated on toxic relationships, how to identify toxic relationships, who you are, how to care for yourself, who is healthy for you, how to change the dynamic of the relationships, things you never did or knew how to do in the past. It was a lesson learned the hard way and through enormous pain and hardship. However, we did learn. So I suggest that you see this as a lesson learned in time and experience so you can avoid the trap of falling into it again. So what else have you taken away from your experience? The toxic relationship in the months after can feel, can have us feeling like a ball in a pinball machine. We are bounced in and out of the relationship and faced with all kinds of thoughts and emotions that come and go. Our triggers go off at the mere memory of what happened and we lose our cool at the first amount of pressure. You're feeling great one moment and you're feeling horrible the next. You may even be thinking and believing that you're never going to be okay again. I remember having asked Dr. Heidi on many occasions, is this ever going to end? Is it ever going to be better? Only to be asked by her, what, are you crazy? So I had to ponder on my response a little bit. I knew where I wanted to be and how I wanted to feel. And I was focused and I was determined. But what I was missing was all the mile markers and all the progress that I had made on my journey. Dr. Heidi could see the progress and I still felt like I was stuck. Looking back, I was making progress little by little. Never forget to credit or reward your progress and make the most of every season you are in. You might be in your toxic situation still, maybe the aftermath, maybe, under, maybe the understanding stage, maybe the letting go stage, rebuilding your life, or maybe you're in a few of these stages at the same time. These are all seasons. And I suggest that you learn as much as you can while you are in each season. As I ended the first call of the relationship all the way to the last successful hoovering attempt, I thought deeply about the eagle of all things. Did you know that the eagle is the only bird that looks for storms? The eagle will, the eagle will fly into a storm to gain altitude. And when the eagle is high enough, it glides on the top of the storm and there it rests. So I say to let the storm that you are in give you the altitude you need so you too can eventually rest. Remember that everything in life will pass just like the storm. It is not here to stay, but here to go. Remember this throughout your entire journey. Your storm will pass and with that comes new opportunities, new life, new hopes, and new dreams. Forgiveness is something that we have a huge struggle with. And before you fast forward through this part, I'd like you to hear me out. Forgiveness is not given for them, but for yourself. It doesn't mean that you are okay or even accept their behavior. It doesn't even have to be asked for and more than likely it won't be. Forgiveness is given so that the things that hurt you can be let go of. Dr. Heidi did an amazing podcast about letting go and the importance of it. We let go in order to release the hurt and the pain that we carry. We expel that pain from our bodies in order to make room for goodness to take up that space. Think of it like cancer cells. If cancer continues to fill the body, it will eventually kill us. If cancer remains in the body but doesn't move, it's not as bad, but we are still considered sick. If the cancer cells shrink or eliminate, 
are, are, are eliminated, the new healthy cells will take their place. And it's okay if you're not at the point of forgiveness or even if you can't see it happening, but it's something I encourage you to work on really hard and make and take a lot of reading and it may take a lot of people's ideas for you to get to the letting go and the forgiving stage, but you'll get there. Are you still silent? I had become so silent and closed off from the world that I didn't even leave my bedroom, let alone my house. I didn't want to talk to anyone or socialize. I didn't have room in my mind for anyone or anything else. My struggles took up more than 100% of what I had to give both mentally and emotionally. Now, I make myself go out and socialize and do all the things I wanted to do before I got tied into this toxic mess. What did you want to do if you would have time and you weren't tied down? How many times did you say, if I was single, I would? Or if I didn't have all these responsibilities, I would. Or if I wasn't worried about what people thought, I would. Well, why don't you start there and start doing some of that stuff? The world needs people like us. The healthy people in your life need people like you. I need people like you. The world is a nasty place, and without the kind, caring, and loving people in it, it's worse. You are special, unique, and important. No matter how weak or tired or hurt or lost you are feeling, you do make a difference. So climb back up on those shaky legs of yours and get back out into the world because somewhere out there, you're going to make a difference. Don't let someone else keep you silent. You, me, us, at some point in this relationship, we feel like we had fallen. The honest truth is that we may have lost material things in our life, but we haven't fallen. In actual fact, we are flying way above the toxic people. Our morals, our values, our empathy, emo and emotions are healthier and far stronger than that of them. I know that I couldn't live with myself or look at myself in the mirror if I had acted in such a manner as I was treated. Here forward, I encourage you to look at the people who are entering your life, weigh up their morals and values in comparison with yours, and know who is giving more into the relationship. Know what you need or require from another in the situation you're in. When they can provide it and sustain it, they will have a place in your life. But until that time comes, it might not be a healthy relationship and it requires restrictions to protect yourself. The very last thing you need in your life is to feel depleted and drained. I want to leave you with the most powerful words I have encountered in my journey. It's the words, my comeback story. Do you remember some of the greatest fairy tales ever told? They all had a part where everything looked hopeless and dismal before their happily ever after ending. You know, Cinderella, the three little pigs, Snow White. Now you're thinking, oh, Corey, but they're fairy tales. Okay, well then, how about the most, memorable, the most memorable sporting events? Where one team comes from behind and wins the game. How about the fact that 8 out of 10 millionaires have been financially bankrupt? How about our very own Dr. Heidi's sto comeback story? I can use this concept in many of those amazing stories of all time. What if I asked you who the most inspirational person to you is? I'm sure you will come up with a story about how the odds were stacked against them and they still won. There's no reason at all that you can't have your very own comeback story and be your very own inspiration. Now let's focus on you because I care about you more than anything. 
I want to know your amazing comeback story. I want to know how you will go from the lowest point in your life to your happily ever after and what that looks like. I want to hear people talking about how amazing you are and the amazing things you've done. And more importantly, I want to hear you tell me all the amazing things you've done. I want to hear you say, I made it. And the view from among the stars is beautiful. So thanks to our trucker from down under, he has turned into one of the most inspirational people that I get to converse with. And his point to this is dig deep. Toxic people want to take us out. They want to take us down. Even when we're not in the relationship with, anymore, with them anymore, they want us to be miserable. They want us to be unsuccessful. Everything happens just like it's supposed to. If something's not in your life for a blessing, it's in your life for a lesson. And he has taken all of these lessons one after the next through family members, through business deals, through intimate relationships, and used every single one of those for a lesson. But the day I spoke with him first, 10 months ago, he was not in this same place. And now, He's a completely different person living for himself and being proud of who he is.